When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And we're on, and welcome to another Camp Report. This Camp Report is for August the 3rd, 2023. And as always, I will read from my notes. Um, I write ominous weather looking and well looming it was also looking uh it never came uh, it was threatening to rain all day and never did so it was like an overcast day kind of cool actually for for this time of the year so they get good work um i write bailey working out with ferguson and sanders on field goal holds uh that's actually new because most days they just you know wander out and they just meander about on the other field and actually do nothing uh, full ref crew here today, Jones and Trill, Brandon Jones, Trill Williams, in red, Jalen Waddle in the orange, Malik Reed not participating, does not have his helmet with him, uh, Waddle's playlist gets going, a lot of NWA on there, Boys in the Hood gets played, uh, special teams work, uh, Ramsey is out here again on the sidelines coaching up defensive backs, individual drills. One-on-ones, then two-on-threes on offense. Um, first time I see this in two years here uh, for practice. All right, two a strike to Chosen on an out route. Really nice. Um, had a guy playing on the under, to a, threw it right past him for the nice 12-yard game. Uh, Three-on-four field side. Skyler outlet pass complete, but almost picked off, all right? Uh, White quick out to Tyreek. Daywood Davis smokes Eli Apple on a go route. Tua hits it for a touchdown. Um, all of these are two on threes and then three on fours to the field side. Uh, Tua to chosen deep right. Double coverage. X gets the interception. Um, it was kind of a throwaway. I don't know why he threw it into double coverage there. Uh, and then I write, these are weird half field read drills, but more useful than the one-on-ones. Uh, Tua throws it away on the last one. Special teams. Uh, then they start running some type of install on offense and defense. Uh, A-Chain is uh, you know, doing pretty well in pass pro today, I write. Uh, Tyndall can't be blocked one-on-one in those one-on-one drills. Uh, they're kind of useful, useless as well because the defensive player has so much space to get around the offensive player. Uh, A-Chain won the only rep against Tyndall, the Tyndall loss. So Channing Tyndall... Uh, some, I think it was Omar Kelly who had him at three for four. That's fine. I wasn't keeping track of that. Like who cares? But 
you know, it's a it's a good moment in practice for Channing Tindall. Uh, Jerome Baker is the only linebacker to beat A chain clean. Uh, is that something? Nothing? No, because you never play football one on one. Like that doesn't exist. Uh, you never play, and the quarterback is never a, a football on a stick. Like the quarterbacks actually move. All right, eleven on eleven. First play of eleven on eleven. Tua is sacked from the right side. I wrote the whole right side got beat. Uh, so just take your pick. Uh, tight ends, right tackle, right guard, everybody. Like it was, it was, it wasn't good. Okay. The officials on the field, though, which is different than usual. Okay, because usually you have Mike McDaniel and Vic Fangio uh, making these calls. The officials on the field ruled it a throwaway. I guess Tua has a signal that he tells them, like, I'm throwing it away, and they rule it a throwaway. The officials say throwaway, no sack. All right, Mostert, 15-yard gain outside right. AJ, Austin Jackson, good block on Jalen Phillips. Uh, Next play, bad snap. Tua eats it. Uh, Three-yard loss. Skyler's in. Uh, Skyler, check down. Nothing. And around the waddle. Eli Apple forces him out after a nine-yard gain. Uh, the officials spotted it for 11. I spotted it for nine. They were kind of generous today on spots. Uh, Miles Gaskin inside. AVG stuffs it. Van Ginkle uh, getting good work all over the, the line and in the linebacking core. Tua comes back in. Jeff Wilson inside for three yards. Um, then I write, uh, you know, outside run for Wilson. Goes left, gets four. Holland cleans it up. Uh, that was on a toss play. Then I write to a strike to Berrios on a dig. Gain of 22. Impressive throw. Uh, Mike White in. A-chain inside for three yards. A-chain outside for three yards. Uh, Ezukama spotted stretching. He has an issue not participating today. He was stretching in the end zone, outside of the end zone. Then he got up, and then he did not participate for the rest of practice. He had some type of, I don't know if it was a cramp or some type of hamstring uh, injury. Uh, I guess we'll find out more tomorrow morning. But he did not participate. He was not, you know, carted out or anything like that. He was just, he had some type of issue. All right, Tua comes back in. Quick out to Waddle for three yards. They spot it for three, so I nailed that one. Uh, Liam Eikenberg and Isaiah Wynn sharing snaps. I write. Crosser to Tyreek. Pass interference on Cater Kohu. Called by three refs. Uh, it was And it was kind of obvious that it was a pass interference. And then you have a nice bucket throw by Tua to Tyreek between four undercover six which is a pretty tough throw to make, but gain of 24, very, very nice throw by Tua. Uh, I wrote Javon Holland a little late. Skyler comes back in. Bowen to Cedric Wilson, that's 11 yards. I write Brandon Jones closes in on the tackle. Then I write Justin Bethel, blitz, call it a sack. Tua comes in. From, the own, from his own 44, nice step up, duck in by Tua, finds Waddle on a crosser for nine yards. Nice play. Tua throws into diamond coverage, all right. Uh, when you hear diamond coverage, all that means is it's dime coverage and you're boxing in a, a receiver. That's all that means. Okay. Tyreek gets it for 13 yards. Hell of a throw, all right. He would have taken a big hit, I think. But good throw. Got it in there. Got it right on his chest. Tyreek brought it in with his hands, tucked it away. Then I write to a strike to, to Eric Salbert. 
no look. It was, in my opinion, if somebody has video of it, if a fan has video of it, hopefully you guys can see it. It was a no-look pass on an RPO. It was dropped. Uh, it was right on time. Very nice play by Tua. Mike White comes back in. Cedric Wilson wide open on the outlet across the formation. Blown coverage. Uh, pretty big gain, but it was a, it was a blown co- coverage. Somebody left the, slot, the, the, the flat on that side, left it wide open for Cedric Wilson. Then, all right, bad snap, sack, a good day, or a good. Mike White, throw away at the 10 going in. Now they're doing situationals. Tua comes back in, throw away on the first play. Game situation with eight seconds left. They call for the for the, the field goal. Uh, Skylar Thompson throws the quick out. Cam Smith, PBU. Very nice play by Cam Smith. River Craycraft on the route on that play. Cam Smith got inside of him. Mike White in. Burial slant, touchdown. Uh, his best throw of the day for Mike White. Bethel lost leverage on that route. Then to do some special teams. And I write Malik Reed out here. No helmet, but watching practice, which is always a good sign. Trying to see what happened to Ezukama. I will find out, I guess, tomorrow. I asked around. Nobody had any information on that. He did not work on 11 on 11, and he was getting a long stretch session. Tua back in. Tua to Waddle. Zone beater. I write 20 yards to the 50-yard line. Wilson goes left to the th- for three more. Uh, ball at the 47. Tua to Ingold. Right flat. Room to run to the 34. Tua slant to Tariq. Eight yards at the 26. Holding called. Drive restart. And they put the ball all the way back to the 35-yard line. Skyler Thompson is in. Rollout throwback wheel. Skyler hesitates. I called it a sack for ABG. Play was wide open. The officials on the field called it also also called it a sack. Emmanuel Agba blows up a chain outside run. Skyler Thompson. Offense marching in reverse, I write. Skyler Thompson to AJ A chain. Field position check down, end of drive. It was third and forever. So it's just a check down. They get back about eight yards. Didn't matter. Mike White in. False start on the first play. Ball is at the 30. A chain. Smoke screen. Gain of nine. Uh, I write Lester Cotton. Nice work today. A chain. Outside right. Gain of 12. Horn blows to end the segment. Water break. Ball at the 12 going in. Tua comes back in. Inside run. Mostert gets four. Outside run. Achman loses four. I put Christian Wilkins tackle for loss. It was just him. He just knifed in. Um, I believe he beat Connor Williams across his face. Gets a tackle for loss. Four yards in the backfield. Reset to the six-yard line. To a boot left. Holding on the offense. No play. Uh, wasn't clear who got that penalty. Reset to the four-yard line on third down. To a back shoulder to Tyreek. Touchdown on Xavier Howard. Skylar Thompson in. Bot spotted at the 12. Outside run. Gaskin. No gain. Respot to the eight. Skylar bow, to, bow route to Smythe. Touchdown. It was wide open on the flat. Respot at the six. Achman runs it in over left guard. Isaiah Wynn, I write. Respot at the four. All right. Throws option route to Julian Hill, broken up by Elijah Campbell. Elijah Campbell had a pretty good practice today. Tua comes back in. Sack on the first play. I give it to Zach Sealer, but it could have been several more. Respot at the eight. Fade to Swain. Nothing. False start. Tua throws behind A-chain. Incomplete. Mike White back in. 
Brooks inside, nice run, touchdown from the eight-yard line. Mike White misses Tyreek on post slant, respot at the five. Back shoulder to A-chain for a touchdown on a wheel route. Comeback, and he drops it. So it was a back shoulder throw on a comeback wheel route. Pretty tricky. Uh, A-chain was open. He had it hit his chest. He dropped it. I write shitty situational drills here. Okay, ball on the 50-yard line, 11 on 11. 39 seconds left. Tua quick out to Tyreek, gain of two to the 48-yard line. Tua slant to Tyreek to the 38. I write Bradley Chubb shaking up. He gets up. Tua spikes it. They set up the field goal. And they end the drive. I write Bradley Chubb to the side. He seems fine. Skylar Thompson to Berrios to the 43. And then I write Chubb is fine. Screen to Craycraft down to the 41. Then they call timeout. Then they call practice. Practice over. If I'm going to give anybody the the player of the practice, it can't be somebody from the offense. They had a hard time today. And it's too easy to just say, okay, you know, Kristen Wilkins made a couple of flash plays. I'm going to give it to a guy who was on the spot all day today, really did not have a single misstep. And he had his his third when they were playing cover three, and he had his quarter pretty much on lockdown. I'm going to give it to Deshaun Elliott. I think he was really, really, really good today. All right, so Deshaun Elliott is a practice player of the day. I will call you up when I call you up. Give me your name and your socials, and then you could give, you could ask your questions. All right, you're up. Hello, um, name is Finn's Mechanic. Um, social is L I A M. Um, just those. Um, wanted to ask you about the the left guard position you mentioned. They were um, transitioning two people in and out. Just want to know who had the better day there, and um, uh, was there a possible third person that was also tried there at guard, at left guard? Um, also, Brooks, seems like he's been popping out a little bit as of late. Um, I would consider him a guy that could be a, a big bruiser guy, a guy much like kind of like what Jeff Wilson can we expect him to be. Is he kind of – doing better than him what do you think can he be a guy that can replace jeff wilson um this camp just one of your thoughts uh no chance no chance that that brooks replaces jeff, jeff wilson made this team they're, they're not they're not cutting him he knows the system he's been a capable player in this system for many 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 years uh if anybody's going to be in danger of, of brooks taking his spot it's going to be miles gaskin but not not jeff wilson uh jeff wilson is on this team uh, as far as the left guard position it's all over the internet, and there's fans posting pictures and videos of Isaiah Wynn playing a little bit of left guard. But Lee Meikenberg got the majority of the snaps today. Lester Cotton did a very nice job in the few snaps that he that he had. And Isaiah Wynn was pretty good as well. But, um, you know, I, it's, it's never a good sign when there's guys, you know, cross-training at your position. So, I guess... It's hard to say that Liam Meikenberg had the best practice when, you know, there's guys itching to replace him or coming in and taking snaps from him. So it wasn't a good day for the offense, period. So I, I'm not going to – I'm really not going to play a favorite there at left guard. You know, it was it was an uneven day for the for the offensive line today. Uh, reminder that Teron Armstead is just not practicing on all, all these days. 
Uh, he's on that on that veteran rest. Um, if I had to guess, I think it's an ominous sign for Liam. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Meikenberg, that guys are cross-training at their at his position. Uh, I can tell you that Lester Cotton, in my opinion, uh, he looks like he could make this team, even make this team above Robert Jones so far because Robert Jones has been kind of static. He hasn't had that much upper upward mobility. Uh, at this time of the year, you want to see the guys that are getting snaps and getting snaps with the first and the second team. And, you know, those are the guys that are fitting, fitting the bill right now. Uh, if if I had to mention two offensive linemen that are looking good uh, six practices in, I would say it's Kendall Lamb, and I would say it's Lester Cotton. Uh, not that, that either one will start, although I'm not so sure on Kendall Lamb. Uh, I think there's a possibility he could supplant Austin Jackson. But I would say that those are the two guys that have had a decent camp so far. And I would say Liam Eikenberg, um, he was handed the left guard spot. And so far, all we've seen is other guys being tried there. So as long as other guys are being tried there at left guard, that's not a good sign for Liam Meikenberg. But really no opinion on who was best today. Um, remember, they have pads on, but a lot of guys don't have lowers. Nobody's cutting anybody. Uh, again, on Saturday, it's, we're going to get to see plenty. It's going to be a full scrimmage. And you know, I think we begin to learn some things starting Saturday. Is else? it not fair to say, yeah, is it not fair to say, like, it seems like, or or should I say, you think it's a possibility Liam could can really be cut or, or traded if he doesn't improve? Because if Lester Cotton's on the up and up and Wynn seems like eventually he's going to take that starting role, do you not see that maybe Liam just might end up being cut? I don't know about cut. Uh, I think he still has a little, enough grace to make it one more season uh, through okay. through the team. So I don't know if he'll get cut. And he's, he does have some versatility. They tried him in OTAs at center as well. So they learned something there, I believe. Um, so I don't think cut, but there could be a possibility. Like if they could salvage something in trade and they really do feel like they have enough if Isaiah Wynn does take over that left guard spot. I think it will make a lot of sense to try to salvage something in trade. But I would say no. Uh, I would say, you know, if worst comes to worst, I think he's the, the backup at left guard while Isaiah Wynn takes over. Uh, that, I think that's, that's, how I that's That's probably the worst case scenario for Liam Eikenberg, at least this year. And, and last question to not take up the time. Um, 
With the offense and Tua, um, I feel like it seems like the timing base is not really a, a thing they're really looking at um, for, or focused on um, so far. Because I, I see, I hear a lot of cover sacks, cover snacks, but I wonder, do they do? Do you see that the line is holding up at least three seconds? before cover snaps is 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 happens because everybody's freaking out that there's a whole lot of cover snaps snaps sorry but is the offensive line holding up a certain amount of time before that happens thank you i I wouldn't i wouldn't put too much stock in in all these all these twitter reports saying oh a bunch of coverage snacks you know cover a bunch of coverage uh, you know sacks and here's another one and here's another one no sometimes uh, and Coach Mike McDaniel uh, repeated that today. Sometimes they're going to work through the play, and then they're going to try to diagnose what actually happened on the route combination afterwards. So you'll see that that Tua, you know, is is going through his motion to throw, and then you see that sometimes he'll just say he'll point somewhere and he'll start jogging gently down the field, and then he'll go talk to a wide receiver. And then, of course, everybody, you know, is, starts muttering, oh, he would have gotten killed right there. Well, first of all, I don't think Tua would have just jogged gently right at Christian Wilkins and patted him on, on the helmet, okay? Like, if he does that to Quentin Williams, Quentin Williams will put him in, in a hole, all right? That's not going to happen. So, obviously, they're calling the play because the coverage was right. So, you know, as far as coverage sacks, no. The, the real sacks, you, you know, you could hear them. Uh, the beat has a pretty much good take on what are sacks and what are not sacks. And now that we do have officials out there, they're actually calling sacks. There was two plays where there were clear sacks. Uh, Skylar Thompson took one, Tuo took one. Um, and remember, I gave one sack that the that Tua wanted credit for a throwaway on, and that was the one that I that I told you that the entire right side got beat. And I gave Sealer the sack, but you could have given it to Raekwon or you could have given it to, to Jalen Phillips as well. You got anything else? Nope, that's it. Thank you. All right. If you got a question, you got to raise your hand, and I'll bring you up. See, if no one has a, uh, any, uh, uh, wants to raise their hand, I have a question in terms of the running game. It seemed like the running game was improved. Um, how do you feel about the blocking? I did see one from my guy, Liam. On a, uh, when he was blocking down, down the field a little bit, and that was that Mostert uh, run. Mm-hmm. Overall, how did you feel about the running game? Uh, you could see how it's going to be better, um, but remember they're also playing a lot of a lot of. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of light boxes. Let's just say that, and it's it's basically what they want to teach, as far as you know in the secondary. And a lot of guys are just running the alley to try to fill, so they're getting some stuff on the outside, uh, mostly. Mostert and, and a chain, but um, you know, again, I'm waiting to see starting on Saturday with the with the scrimmage, as you know, maybe I don't think they're gonna cut anybody, okay, as far as you know, cut blocking anybody, but I would say, you know, start watching on Saturday. Uh, the intensity should be a little bit higher. Um, some guys might have be, might be working for jobs, especially on that second and third unit. So I will look then. Yeah, this is Destin. Uh, y'all can find me on Twitter at Destin on Go. Um, yeah. So my question was: Is the defense giving them similar looks, or the offense similar looks? So what we can expect from Week One uh, against um, LA, and was is it looking a little similar 
to Staley and what they were throwing at him. They kind of had a stumped uh, on that. Was that a Monday night game? Uh, Sunday night. Sunday night game. Yeah, they're not doing. They're not, they're not. doing that now. Uh, now they're they're in training camp mode. You'll see them begin to to game plan for for the Chargers a week out, and you know most of those practices will be closed to the media. So they're not going to show any of those things. Uh, what we are seeing some installs, and you know as far as defensively, like the system is essentially the same. So the Chargers will try to emulate everything that the Dolphins already do, because it is Vic Fangio's system. But no, they're not. They're not doing any game planning work for for the Chargers yet. Got it. And the second question is, in your opinion, the race for corner two on the outside. Who are you liking right now? And um, who are you? What do you need to see from the person who's falling behind in order to get that that um that spot? Well, uh, the coaches obviously like Noah Benogany, and he's he's sticking there so far. Uh, we're gonna have to see him more, starting with the scrimmage on Saturday. But I really like the the work that Cam Smith has put together so far. Um, and we know Cater is gonna play enough. He's gonna play on the inside, and whenever they go big nickel, he'll be the outside corner. So you know Cater's gonna be on the field almost all all game. So you know he's gonna be a high snap count guy. Uh, but other than that, yeah, Noig Benogany and Cam Smith, I think they're having a good camp, both of them. Uh, so I would look, I would look for those guys uh, beginning Saturday. Uh, they, that you know, and a lot of people are, are wondering, man, you know, Noah's not getting beat. Well, first of all, it's it's the system. The system is very friendly for cornerbacks. Okay, uh, you get to peer into the back into into the backfield. You get to play leverage, and then you, you always you almost always have safety help. Okay, so. You know, Noah, I think, is having a decent camp. He's having a good camp. And I think if they played a game on Saturday, I think he'd be starting opposite of Xavier Howard. But I would look for Cam Smith as well. I think he's coming on pretty strong. Uh, Eli Apple has been on other units today. It was revealed what he's being being paid. Um, let's just say that what he's being paid is is less than what Keen Crossan is making. So, you know, can he be cut? Absolutely. So I don't think that they owe him anything as far as a starting position. He is just uh, added depth. All right. Uh, and remember, Nick Needham does come back. And when he comes back, you know, they're going to have an embarrassment of riches there outside at cornerback and at the end in the, in, in the defensive backfield. So they're in a good You think he'll right play now. the corner? I mean, the nickel or outside? I, I, I think he'll play outside. I think when Nick Needham comes back, I think he'll play outside. I think they, they like the idea of training on – cater to be in that star role or in the nickel role and then uh when ramsey comes back i expect ramsey to play inside a lot so yeah i would expect nick needham to to come back as a as a perimeter corner let me ask because with with noah and his improvement i mean i know they said they're not throwing at him but i mean to be honest i know the guy was a wide receiver convert but it seemed like him playing the ball in the Air was really his biggest weakness. Um, have you seen it? Is have you seen anything that would say that has improved, or is it just the the zone and him being on top of guys um, is why he's improved? Uh, it's it's hard to say, but we always knew he was really really athletic, right? Like we always knew that you know in in a vacuum he can he can cover guys one on one. His problem has always been playing in scheme. Now we thought okay. He's going to have to play in a much more difficult scheme. He's going to have to be 
he's going to have to learn many more rules in coverage. So he shouldn't take to it, right? Well, it seems like so far he has. So so far so good in in that in that sense. And yeah, absolutely, I agree with you. the The system is helping Noah Benogany and letting his athleticism actually take hold. So you know, I feel pretty good about that that position. And knowing that you're going to get Ramsey back in late November, or December, or whenever the hell he's going to come back, you know, you got to be optimistic. You know, if they don't take any more injuries, they got, an, like I said, an embarrassment of riches on the outside. So I feel good about it. Anything else? All right, cool. That's it for me. All right. I'm inviting you up. Uh, your name and your social. All right. Doug Daniels at Doug Daniels um, on Twitter. Uh, I have two questions. The first one um, is quick. Do they simulate um, a play clock and McDaniel getting plays in? And if they do, is he getting them in within, you know, we're not at five seconds yeah. running up to the um, play? Yeah, today they had uh, the officials out there. They had a play clock. Uh, the play clock is on the sideline. It's kept with the officials, so they don't actually see it. It's not on the scoreboard. Like, if you look up on the scoreboard, it's not there. On the scoreboard, what you have is the, the time and the situation. You have first down with how many yards to go. It tells you what yard line the ball is at, and it tells you the time remaining but it does not have the play clock. Uh, the play clock is kept with the officials on the field. They had officials today. They didn't have an issue with that. They had five penalties today. Two were holding. Three were procedure penalties. But they had nothing to do with, with the play clock. Like, they got plays in, and they were ready to call plays. So, All right, so we can't really tell if he's improved that aspect yet. Um, no, I think I think a good, like, again, uh, not, I hate to keep saying this, but on Saturday when they do the scrimmage, it's going to be really cool because they're going to have – you know, they're going to be calling plays, and they're going to be calling plays from the sideline. It's going to look much more like a game, and then you can see if they could get plays on or off because you will have those those uh, those play clocks working in the end zone this Saturday. All right, All right and the second one is, um, is there any aspect of this team, and I know there's some injuries, like Armstead you can't replace, even like Tyreek you can't replace, even Ramsey, but, you know, we're depth deep at corner is there any position that you're looking at right now where you're just channeling my inner joe philbin are you queasy about any of the depth and you're kind of looking at it that no one's stepping up and they got to add a veteran at some point after some of these joint practices yeah inside on the on the defensive line um you feel great about wilkins you feel great about zach sealer but what do you have behind those guys and raekwon has to play a lot of zero Today he was talking about that he's going to play a lot of shade on the one, uh, you know, shade one, which is right. It's offset of the center, right, or head up on the guard, uh, and that he's going to play a little three technique, which is between the guard and the tackle. So Raekwon is going to be used much more versatilely, and um, Manny Wagba we know can play three tech, but they don't have much more going for them on the inside, in my opinion. So yeah, I think that's where I would get a little queasy if they took an injury there to either Wilkins or Sealer. Yeah, and I remember you mentioned before that the fat guys too are the most likely to wait out training camp before signing anything. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would wait until like as I've said this before. I think you could see the week of you know you could see Charger Week, and it's Tuesday of Charger Week, and all of a sudden, oh look at that, you know, Keem Hicks just signed with the Dolphins on a one-year deal, you know, like that's something that can happen, and I think it will, honestly. All right, thank you, and thank you to all who participated. Uh, tomorrow, there'll be practice tomorrow, and there'll be a scrimmage on Saturday. So, 
See you then. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.